Welcome to Rush Hour Fitness, this is episode number 5. I'm your host Terry and your co-host Malcolm here. Hey guys, what's going on? So today we're going to talk about uh, motivation in general. I know the last podcast we were talking more about why you started working, why out. You started working out. right? So this is a little different, just about motivation in general uh, for fitness and also how you prioritize fitness in your busy schedule. All right, Terry, I started off by asking you, like, what motivates you in the gym? Like, what keeps you going throughout the days you come to the gym, week by week, month by month? Like, what keeps you motivated to walk through the door and kind of do the, almost, almost the same thing every single time you're in the gym? What, what, what almost the same thing, right? Um, right now, I'm a four day, on a four-day routine. Um, which you should be. Which I should be. I mean, I, mean I, I can work out more than four you, days. You I can work out seven days and I won't be sore, right? You don't need to work out seven days. <laughs> I got all the tests in the world to not be sore. <laughs> Terry claims that he's, because he's 23 years old, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to uh, or take rest days. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, who gets sore at 23? You just keep working for, for days. <laughs> it's like having steroids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, but all in all, like what... What does motivate you to keep coming to the gym? You know, like what is it that keeps you driving to keep coming? Um, I guess an unachievable goal, like the goal that I just can't achieve, uh, which is the best version of myself. Because I think we're all trying to achieve that when we're coming to the gym. I guess for people who are serious about coming to the gym, you're trying to be the best version of yourself, right? Yeah. So, um, whether that be strength, whether that be uh, looking better. Um, you're you're always trying to be on on the top uh, and be the best you can be I got you, and there's always room for improvement so I guess that's what keeps me motivated that I always have some type of goal yeah um, even if I'm, I'm coming in just to work out and I'm not on, I'm, and I'm not on a program and I'm just working out mm-hmm. I'm still working towards that idealistic physique which I know I won't achieve like no, realistically, I probably won't achieve it, but yeah, uh, unless I take steroids. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel like that's a, that word comes up every time in, 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 our, in our podcast. Steroids. steroids. <laughs> uh, we will talk about steroids in the future, and we'll give our opinions about it. I guess because we have so many jokes about it, that's why. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like that unreal, uh, that unachievable goal. But um, at the same time, you're trying to achieve those those smaller goals, right? Like those strength goals, which is achievable. Um, Maybe get an inch bigger. 22 inch biceps. 22 inch bicep is not achievable. It's not achievable? No. How is that not achievable? That's not achievable. My best, my best no. one's at 19 inches. Like, you mean tell and me that you last think, three inches is going to take them um, 10 years. <laughs> 10 plus years. And you better be eating a lot. So you mean to tell me that he can't grip another three inches on his bicep? I mean, if he has a genetic, sure, but unless he's taking steroids. Then 22 inches? It's tough, man. It's tough, but um, just just go back on the topic of motivation. Um, really, I come to the gym to to really achieve that goal that's unattainable, and also um, you know use the gym as a way to push myself every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, even as a child, uh, I know I'm young, but I did have childhood. So <laughs> even as a as a child, um, I didn't really get the challenge that I really want. Um, I was on you know, sports teams, I was on ROTC, um, but I didn't really struggle, I guess, in comparison to, I guess, other people's childhood. Um, you know, I, both my parents, you know, they do everything for me, they cook, 
they clean, you know, anytime I need help with something, they're there, so. Yeah. Um, I guess I turn towards fitness to motivate me to challenge myself okay. every single day. Um, and that's what motivates me yeah. to come to the gym because it's a challenge. Yeah. Um, even on days where I don't want to come to the gym, I have to come. Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to achieve something. I hear you. Um, there's always a really far out. Yeah, there's always something to, to reach. There's always a goal to get to. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, and, um, you know, I guess being disciplined is more important than being motivated because uh, we're never motivated 100%. Yeah. You know, I could be motivated this second to do this podcast, <laughs> but the next second I'll say, you know what, let me go, let me go lay down on my couch and watch some Netflix. So, <laughs> you know, we could be motivated from one minute to another. So, yeah. uh, motivation comes and goes. Uh, I think discipline and just being able to show up and just tell yourself, I need to do this, even when you don't feel like doing it, is more important. So, try to use motivation to help you come into the gym, but try not to rely on it. Because uh, some days you're, you're not going to want to come in, but just be disciplined uh, and have the discipline to to come in yeah what do you think the difference is between between people who come to the gym you know how there's all walks of life who, who come to the gym there's people who come in and then they stick with the goal and they continue on and you look at it five years down the line they're still members of the gym and they're still going rather than the people who come in and they just fade off like you see people come in like, oh, i wonder what happened to them or there's people who just leave eventually they don't stick to it what do you, you think there's a difference between person to person or do you think they have something in them that or something happened? Uh, I mean, I think they just prioritize it a lot more. I got you. you know, I mean, we'll talk about prioritizing fitness and how you can prioritize it if you have a busy schedule. Uh, but I think those people, they just, they just take it seriously. They they want it more than us. I know we, we discussed about this, you know? Yeah. How when a client wants their goals more than the trainers. Yeah. When it's the other way around and the trainers want the client. It never happens. Yeah. Never <laughs> to happens. goals more than they do, they never, yeah. like, their goals is very hard for them to achieve their goals. I've always, I always want to tell people that all oh, my clients, I said to them, if I have a client or if anyone out there has a trainer, um, if you want the goals more than they do, or if my clients want the goals more than, more than I do, then the results they're going to get is guaranteed. Guaranteed right, every right, time. Right, right. Never fails. Yeah, it never fails. Never fails. Because I'm always going to put the effort in. The effort I'm going to put in is always going to be 100%. But if they, right. more than one, if they more than more than me 101%, right. they're always going to get the results again. Whatever the, whatever the result is, whatever it looks like. Right. Because you, yeah, you don't have to babysit them. You don't have to babysit them, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to babysit them. You don't have to like listen. They don't, they don't whine. They don't do anything. They just work. They just do what you tell them to do. They want to, And they ask you. They make you work hard basically whatever you're whatever you're working for right you know? and they're willing to do the the extra stuff right because uh um some of my clients you know half of them they're good half of them they're they're not as good as the other half and that's the reason why you know they don't want it as as bad as as i do for them and the extra stuff i have to kind of babysit them and like be on top of them i know that's our job but at the same time it comes to a point where eventually I want you to do this on your own, right? Exactly. If you're not motivated enough to do that on your own, or you don't have that discipline yeah. to do on your own, then you know you're always gonna need that trainer to be there. Because mm -hmm. our job is to make sure you're comfortable enough and you're you're good enough to do this on your own. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, other trainers might think differently. Yeah. I think we both believe that um, eventually we want someone to be able to just come in, you know, have a solid routine that that they could do on their own. It doesn't have to be like the best program in the world, but be able to just come in uh, and do a 
good workout and just say, hey, today I could do squats, push, uh, core, and that's it. You know, next day I'll do my deadlifts, pull, and uh, triceps or something like that. You know, yeah. whatever routine it may be, they, they could do on their own. Yeah, we always look at our job as we've done our job if they're able to come into the gym comfortably and do everything in the gym possible comfortably you know without any kind of questioning or anyone saying you're doing this wrong yeah, yeah, or yeah. they can just walk into the gym and just say i can do this right and then even better if um if someone's watching them do it and then they ask for you know, help they ask for help and yeah. they could actually help someone out and a year ago they were in that same the same place that person yeah. was asking no. Circle of life, dude. Right. <laughs> Circle of life. You know. Um, but yeah, what motivates you in terms of for fitness? Um, I think what motivates me, I think it's just, I think it's just to chase. You know, what I mean, I think it's just, I don't really know what I'm chasing, rather what it is, as far as like, you know, I guess like how much you said was the best version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever it is that I c can do. The, whatever the limit is, whatever the limit that my body is able to to, to go, I'm gonna try and I want to try and push it there. Right. Whether it's uh, deadlifts, seven hundred pounds. But it's bad for your back. <laughs> you got you a knew, spinal injury. You knew, you knew I was gonna say deadlift. <laughs> Before I even said deadlift, I didn't say anything. He said bad for your back. <laughs> spinal. <laughs> spinal. Before I can say a word, he said bad for your back. I get this. <laughs> I could have said bench press. Bend your back. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever is the, the whatever the, the limit is, whatever it is, though, whether it's deficit on the pounds, whether it's to look, you know, to look the best, to be, I know, uh, to be at four percent body fat and be and have then have four percent body fat and then be ten pounds or twenty pounds that I am now and still have that same amount of body fat. You know, it's just whatever the goal is, whatever it is. If I'm able to run. Uh, uh, you know, six miles, whatever you know, in a, in a decent amount of time. Whatever, whatever the, whatever my body's gonna allow me to go mm -hmm. and do. Right. You know, I, 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 that's what motivates me because I don't know what what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. I, think that, I think it's not knowing what I'm capable of or not knowing that I've actually like tapped into whatever it is I'm, whatever my highest potential is as like, as like a, you know, an athlete or whatever. You know, like being, you know, being a powerlifter. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know how stronger, how much stronger I can get. Right, but not knowing that is what motivates me. It's like maybe I haven't discovered what works for me for the for the, for the best. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much in the gym as like a as like a playground. You know, almost like trial and error, seeing seeing trying one thing or doing one thing. You know, in the gym and saying that really worked for me and that really feels good and then it makes this easier, so I can stick with this. And then if I see things improving, mm -hmm. you know, it's like okay, like that's something I can. I know that that's something that I can do as like a as like a way of improving myself, okay. you know, it's it's looking at it as like a playground, almost looking at it as like, you know, I'm just here. That my gym is my gym is something I just look at it and go, I'm gonna explore, almost in a way, you know. Yeah. Yes, there's a program and, and it, there's a structure set to it, but for the most part, I almost am exploring and then I'm gonna gonna just pretty much see how well. How, how far I can take it, you know? Right. Yeah, if I'm gonna do this, I'm, I feel like I can lift, you know, when I'm 50, 60 years old. I probably won't be able to do that as well as well now as I can, as well, as well then I can now, you know? Yeah. But who knows, you know? I think that's the goal. The goal, the real, you know, real motivation is to see how well I can lift when I'm older, you know? How, how, how able, how, how am I able to still lift then, you know? And, uh, you know, what, how far am I gonna take it? 
pretty much. You know? Right. Okay. You know? so how can you pass that type of motivation on to your clients? So how do you get your clients to see that side, the motivation, instead of seeing, hey, this is what I want to achieve, my physique my whatever, uh, low body fat percentage goal or that yeah. summer body goal. How can you shift their mindset to... Well, I think it's more it's, of a it's goal ask, that's, you know, that you're of, talking about. It's more of like asking questions. It's just talking to them and seeing, and seeing what motivates them. You know, like, I have a guy who... I have a guy who I say to him, you know, like, if I say something like, my grandmother can do that. He gets right. motivated. I have nowhere to do it. That's that one thing. He'll, you should tell. It. You should tell him that that seventy-year-old stronger. <laughs> that, that woman that back at your old gym. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marilyn, yeah, she's she's stronger than uh, half the people at the gym. Right. But uh, and she's seventy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I say that to him. I say to him, you know, like my grandmother can do that. My sister can do that. He's like, and then whatever it is that I need him to do, he'll do it. Right then there. So I guess it's just getting to know them more. It's just asking them questions. You know, like transferring over whatever it is their goal is and then flipping it on them and saying like you know oh well you know I really don't want to do that but you just said to me you wanted to achieve X, Y, and Z you know right right so it's like so if you're not doing ABC how you get X, Y, Z exactly huh? <laughs> exactly and, it's, and it makes them think and it makes them say so it's almost it's almost like they're in the moment already and I asked them that question so they're going to think about okay that is contradicting whatever I just said mm-hmm. so how bad do I want this? But they're already in the moment, so most likely they're gonna do it. And they're gonna automatically say, "Ah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If they are in the moment, they're not here, present. Their body's not here. If they're like, if you're talking to them and they're outside the gym, yeah, that motivation is harder to get tap into. But if they're already here in the gym, and you ask them that question, and you say, "Hey, you know, like you just told me that you wanted to drop body fat. You want to, you know, you want to run this half marathon. But right now, you are resting, and the rest time is up." I said a minute is now a minute and 15 why are you still sitting and it's like okay fuck it I get up alright alright all right. you know and it's and that kind of motivates them you just you apply whatever they're not doing right now apply it to whatever their goal is and then from there they kind of like uplift and they just get the second win right. it doesn't necessarily work all the time for everybody but I've nine times out of ten it's time, nine times out of ten it works right you know you know and it's, and also when, when it comes to my clients it also is not being afraid to just say that to them and to say it to them yeah I mean yeah, I guess I, I'm still trying to learn that myself and just yeah. be like just blunt blunt with them just so I got be blunt, blunt them. and just I, tell them you know yeah. you're not doing this that's why you're not achieving this yeah. they, they they have to re- they have to almost respect me as much as they respect a lawyer you know They'll listen to everything a lawyer says. Like, or, or a doctor. Or a doctor. You know, or, like, you know. But, they'll, but they'll, you know, they'll sweep everything I say under the rug sometimes. Right. So if I just say it to them or be blunt with them and like, and like, like what do you mean? You just told me that you exactly. wanted to do this. And it's like. You're right, right. And it's like, if right. a doctor gives you medication to take, you know, you didn't take this medication or you're going to have high blood pressure or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you're going to take that medication Whenever he tells you to take it, 7 a.m., you got to take it 7 a.m. every day. You're going to set your alarm at 7 a.m. I'm going to take the medication. You know, it's the same thing when when uh, us as trainers give a client a workout. Yeah. Like, a, let's say, a, another workout for them to do another day. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be the same It should be the same concept. Same you know? concept, yeah, yeah. You're doing this workout because you want to achieve your goal or you want to be healthy and you want to save your life from, exactly. from uh, you know, future diabetes, health issues. Diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and cancer. Yeah, whatever, whatever it may be. <laughs> whatever it may be. You know, you're trying to prevent that from happening. Yeah, you want to, you, you, 
you you want them to, like I say, you want them to be able to, res- to respect you as, as as much as they respect a doctor yeah, or, yeah. or a lawyer. It's like I'm no different, you know. Like you're you're in this position to for, for help. And yeah. I'm here to help you. And if you don't want the help, yeah. then there's a door. But at the same time, if you're still here and you still want to achieve this goal, right? You shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z right now because this does not apply to whatever your goal is. You yeah. Know? So they always say like you can't get mad at the results you didn't get for the for the work you didn't put in. Yeah. You know, you gotta be able to you gotta be able to be put in the work and then putting in the work and wanting to put in the work is just the motivation. It's what is driving you to keep coming there. Is it you know is it like someone at home telling you you're fat? Is right. it is it somebody at work that you want to do better than you want to outshine at work? Right. You know is it is it like competition? Is it whatever it is? Right. Gotta find what what is triggering you to come to the door every single day. And then whatever whatever that trigger is, then then you're in there, and then now you have to execute. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think also like to find motivation, you also surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Um, I mean, even for our clients, I think if they're at home and you know their family members aren't supporting them and yeah. coming to the gym, they're, they're saying. Oh, you don't need to go to the gym today. You could just come in, you know, watch a movie with me. You could come to the restaurant with me and eat, a, eat at a buffet. You don't need to go to the gym. You can skip today. You know? Like, that doesn't help. It's always uh, the know? worst. Yeah. It's always the worst. Yeah, so just find, uh, like, a friend, find family members, I guess. Find people with similar interests who are also trying to achieve uh, these goals to keep yourself uh, accountable. Yeah. And just keep you, yourself motivated to come to the gym. I think that's that's my advice for for my clients and uh, whoever's listening. If you need to stay motivated, yeah, just remember remember the goal. Remember remember what's, what why you started. You know, yeah. You like our time, last podcast, yeah. why you started. Yeah, if you remember why you started, usually in that moment, because what happens is you know um, when we're not exercising, we we see other people. We see. We get motivated by other things we see. So we'll watch a YouTube video and we'll see, oh wow, I'm motivated right now. Or we'll see like an old friend of ours that lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of get motivated in that moment when you're not in the gym. But then when you're in the gym and you're tired and you're in this like, and you have 30 seconds left to rest and it's the training. And I'm saying, 30 seconds, let's go. And then like, you're not ready to go. You have to almost stop and think like, okay, like what triggered this for me to be here in the first place? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are things that happen when we're not even in the mode of exercising where we're right. motivated right then and there, but we can't necessarily exercise right in that moment because we just can't. Right. You know, so like, it's that reminding yourself and thinking over and over again, like, why did I start? You know, whatever it was, if somebody on Instagram you saw who looked really good, you want to look like them, and you're working out, you remember them. If that helps you, if you remember them, if yeah. you're working out, whatever, and, you look, and, you're, and you're tired, and you that image pops in your head of whatever the epitome of fitness is to you, and you want yeah, to look yeah. like that, Remember right, right then there. It's like that's what I want to look like. It's like all right, yeah. Let me get up. Right. You know. So how now? How can we prioritize fitness? Like how can we make it a priority? Because I know a lot of people they could they could sign up for the gym. You know, they, they come in a couple of days and then they stop prioritizing it. So like especially with those new people coming in uh, that that want to train and then they they have a New Year's resolution. Yeah. And they come in and like. You know, I'm gonna come in three to five days a week, and I'm gonna be committed. You know, I could do this. You know, first two weeks are great, and then the priority shifts over because something came up. For example, um, you know, work's been tough. You know, yeah. a lot of busy, uh, a busy schedule. Yeah. I've take the kids here and there. Yeah. Like how, how can you prioritize fitness? Well, 
Are you asking like, how would I do it, or how would I talk to people about it, how do it better? Um, I mean, I guess for us it's easy. We we prioritize fitness. Yeah, we we're easy. trainers, right? Yeah, we so don't, we, don't really, we, don't we want to be in the care. best shape that we can be, uh, in order to help people get in their best shape, right? And also, like we see fitness more than uh, more than a chore and at a higher level uh, of prioritization than other people. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but we we seem to be able to juggle other stuff in life and exercise at the same time. You know yeah. I mean? So for example, right? right? Right. So for example, here's a perfect example to you. Earlier today, you got into a car accident. Okay. Your yeah. client, if you had a client who got a car accident, they wouldn't get in the gym today. That's true. That's true. They wouldn't get in the gym today. They, even though you had to be here anyway. Yeah, yeah. You prop, um, even though you had to be here, you, if you were a regular person, you had to be in the vicinity of a gym. Right. You probably would have been, oh no, I can't go in the gym today. But right, right. there are other. You how'd you like? It's like how'd you get here? You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, like yeah. How, how how could you have got home? Uh-huh, you know, right. With an Uber or with a taxi. Right. It's right. all about how high it is on your priority list. You yeah, know? yeah. Most people would got to accident cars and say, you know, I'm gonna go home now. My day's over. You know, I got no cars in it. Most people yeah, do yeah. That. We look at it as like, I got no cars in it. All right, cool. Right. So I got this thing right. care of. Now it's time to go to the gym. Right. Uh, I mean, I think people would just find ways or excuses, I would say, mm-hmm. in order to avoid the gym. So like, if they had a long day at work, they're like. I had a long day at work, you know. Yeah. I shouldn't go to the gym today. It's just gonna make things worse. And yeah. uh, accidentally, it makes it better. Yeah, right, right. I mean, for some people, of course, you should take a day off in order to recover. But yeah. you know, for others, if you come in two days a week, I think that you. Need yeah, to yeah. Work, you know? so if you're only coming in one day a week for thirty minutes, one day a week for an hour, you know, you can't miss that day. Because once you miss that day, you gotta wait a whole another seven days yeah. and before you coming to the gym again so yeah. you know if you're coming in frequently then yeah if you miss a day here and there you know it's okay we're not saying like you have to be a gym brand and just yeah. be here 24 7 yeah. you know us trainers yeah we're here 24 7 or like we're here a lot so that's why it's easy for us to get a workout in. but at the same time is there shouldn't be an excuse of why you shouldn't get your workout in, that's you true, yeah. even mean, if it's at home you know if you yeah, can't come into the gym you know, Keep moving at home. Yeah, just like Keep our, something at home. Just like a, a, one of our uh, past uh, episodes, where we talked about those thirty-minute, um, thirty-minute like fads, or thirty-minute like uh, uh, challenges. 30, thirty-day challenges. Yeah, thirty-day challenges. Like people look at thirty-day challenges and like I said, oh, it's just good to do, but it's like, and it's like we know after thirty days is over, they're not gonna do it anymore. But it's okay. The only they did something. But it's yeah, still, something's always better than nothing. Something's always better than nothing. I don't really care. I was like, okay, fine. Thirty day challenge, do it. You didn't do doing something at home. You're not just sitting down or you know watching Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Right, right. Doing something. Yeah. So, and then also remember too, like there's literally 168 hours in a week. 168. Right, right. That's a lot of hours right. in a week. Yeah. And you mean to tell me you can't find two hours right. to just come to the gym? Right. You know what I mean? Or two hours to do something. Two hours, two hours, forget to come to the gym, two hours to do something. So it's like, prioritize, it's like, I don't even, can, I can't even talk about, you know, like how to prioritize fitness into your life because it shouldn't even have to think about it as a priority because it's hundreds of hours in a, in a day, in a, in, a, in a week. Right. Out of seven days, you can't find two hours to go, all right, I'm gonna go run or I'm gonna do push-ups. Or yeah, I'm now do. we're not saying you have to come and work with a trainer all the yeah. time. It's just, even on your own. Yeah, you do, know, something. do something. Do something. Like. 168 hours in a week, do something. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 15, something. Uh, even five minutes. You yeah. know, five minutes, you gotta 
great hit workout. You could kill yourself in five minutes. You get some five minutes. You really could. I yeah. mean, not to say you're gonna get these massive results. From yeah, yeah, yeah. But you did something. Mm-hmm. You know, from a health standpoint, you're obviously not gonna get right. many vanity goals from that if that's mm-hmm. what you want. Yeah. But from a health standpoint, you're doing something. You know, so mm-hmm. it's hard to really say how do you prioritize. You know, work with life with uh, work with fitness, but like. But I think at the same time, people aren't like looking at their schedule and taking out the stuff. The extra stuff that they're doing, you know, like let's say you're on the phone, yeah, but you're sure. looking at social media for an hour. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're on your computer playing games for mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're yeah. watching TV shows for an hour. Yeah, I think. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of people run, they run into routines. Right. So it's like, okay, I work from nine to five. I, I go to the gym from five thirty to six thirty. Right, right. I go home. I eat from I eat from seven yeah, to yeah. seven thirty. It's like it's a cycle. It's know? a cycle. You eat, sleep, you work, repeat, and then yeah, yeah. you don't think about anything else. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's like it doesn't really matter when you get the exercise in. Right. It has to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's that routine where it's like, oh yeah, you know, like it's like. It's like, why couldn't you come to the gym? And say, oh, you know, I, I had to work. It's like, okay, what time yeah. did you get off work? Six. Right. Okay, why couldn't you come right. at seven? Right, right. Oh. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's easy for us to say, because yeah. we're, we're fitness professionals, and, we, you know, we preach this, and we want other people to live a healthy lifestyle, but at the same time, I guess I can relate to to the other people. Like, whoever's listening, who have yeah. a hard time prioritizing fitness, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I have a hard time prioritizing, let's say, getting work done uh, outside besides working out right yeah. like let's say like, I hate studying <laughs> I hate studying I, I push back stuff um, I hate reading books but I push it back but it's like I don't prioritize it that's the reason why like I think people just need to look at their schedule see what they're doing too much of it they should stop doing or do less of and then transfer it over into fitness and, and working out because yeah. like for me it's I used to play a lot of games, like yeah, yeah, a lot of games. I would play like 12 hours straight, 14 hours straight. But then, like you know, at that time, I didn't have any um, you know priorities. You know, mm-hmm. I just go to school, come back home, play games. But now it's like now that you're in the real world, you have to like you know try to get something done and you know try to build something for yourself. Uh, you really have to prioritize a lot of the the things you're doing throughout the day. For sure, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you do look, you do run into people where they have, they really do have a lot going on. Um, so I guess it's like that little bit of downtime where that downtime that really doesn't matter. You know, right. that time, that downtime where Yeah, because like, everyone has some downtime. I don't care how, who, how busy you are, you are, you have some downtime. Yeah, yeah, you have some downtime where you're not doing, you're not doing absolutely nothing. You're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely doing nothing at all. So there has to be some kind of time where, you, you know, you're, it's like, you're just mindless. Right. You know, you're not waking up at 5 p.m. whatever, and it's literally straight working from 5 p.m. all the way to 11 p.m. at night. Right, right. No way. <laughs> who you are. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, and, and they're doing it seven days a week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> not happening. You know, find me that person, and I'll congratulate them. <laughs> congratulate them. You don't have to work out. You have a pass for yeah, working work out. out. <laughs> you know, so with that, you know, I, you know, it's trying to find, it's trying to find that time. You know, it doesn't, like I said. You can say, oh, I'm not a morning person. Well, I mean, if you need, really need to work out and the doctors need to work out, then you might have to become one. You know, you might have to say, I got to get up at 5 a.m. to go work out, you know, or have to try and put it in your schedule to work out that early in the morning. If you, right, right. If you, if you say, oh, I'm not a morning person, it's like... Right. And the like, thing is, like, once health becomes an issue, people start prioritizing fitness. Yeah. But when health is not an issue, people don't prioritize fitness. Yeah, it, it should be a part of your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
it should be a part of like once the doctor says you know you have cancer you need to exercise or you oh, yeah you have diabetes or you have high blood pressure you need to, you need to exercise right like, okay, yeah cool. if you had diabetes and doc told you exercise you would exercise <laughs> but if you didn't have diabetes and <laughs> then you wouldn't exercise so it's it's really prioritizing it early that way you don't have the health issues later on exactly right? it's like fitness is a preventable care you don't have to take medication you don't have to take anything out later down the line when uh, you're like 30 40 50 60 70 you know all you need is fitness yeah and just have it as a routine exactly. day in and day out yeah i mean trust me i've ran to people in my ran to people who literally don't like exercising you know i mean i guess they don't like a specific type of exercising they, they just need to find one yeah, that I said works that too. for they you they need to find what works for them but like I literally I have people that say I don't like exercising at all. Like, they don't like that. They don't like the concept of exercise, of sweating, you know. Right, right. And it's like, whoa, I know exactly what your future holds. You right, know? right. And it's like, you notice people aren't these like, you know, super clean eating you know, eaters or whatever. You know, right. they know these people eat what they uh, want. Maybe a virtual reality in the future would change people's <laughs> mind about and they'll exercise. They don't see it as exercise. They just play a game or something. And, and actually just break a sweat, you know, and they, exactly, they get yeah. some moving in. So exactly. hopefully that'll be a thing in the future. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully not, actually. Hopefully oh, not. Hopefully, why not? Because virtual we'll, reality? Then we'll be out of business there. Then we'll be able to work. No, but then we just adapt to virtual reality. We'll be the trainer in the virtual reality. You know what I'm saying? What? I don't get it. No. What? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they'll have a... We'll be a, like an actual person they're talking to. Of course, they can talk to a robot and be in virtual reality. <laughs> but they'll have, they'll have us. You know, we'll be in the virtual reality with them, working out with them. You get what I'm saying? No. You don't get what I'm saying? Not really. I'm confused. So when when you go into virtual reality right now in VR, uh-huh. you can see other people who are also wearing the VR headset. So I'm saying in the future, trainers could be there instead of a rope. That way they know they're talking to a real person. You know what I'm saying? Well, why can't you just work out in real life? No, I'm just saying in the future, if someone like wants to work out home, you want to have a home, a home workout and you want to have that training there or you want to have like a like a group exercise class you want to have um, people involved at home so you're, the group exercise so class. you're talking about it in the sense of like not leaving your house well yeah just like if you're like let's say it takes time of course to drive to the gym and do all this so mm-hmm. this have, this is literally no excuse you just put on the headset or you put on whatever yeah and then you just do your class yeah yeah okay so I yeah mean, still but that's like, a long way to come that's a real long way to come is that's probably another i'd say 20 30 years yeah. before that becomes a reality yeah i mean i don't know that still doesn't that's still a person that who doesn't like to exercise still doesn't like to exercise you know what i mean that's like they're still sweating they're still going to the of exercising yeah but if you you make it where it's not exercise i guess if they're playing a game where they have to run away from a monster you know <laughs> that's what you were getting there but yeah then what you need to train for you're running away from a monster we're gonna coach them through running away from a monster terry <laughs> i mean i did I, I thought you were talking more about people who, who want who want training no, no, no. I'm talking about people who literally don't don't want to exercise at all. Don't want to exercise at all. Don't hate it. They hate it. Have no... Well, yeah, just, then it's hard for them to be our customers. And then it just... That's what I'm saying. VR could be a solution for them. And, yeah, yeah. Whatever monster. Yeah, away from Freddy Krueger or someone. <laughs> whatever, whoever it may be. Run away from someone. That'll be your exercise. That's funny. That's yeah. terrible. That's right. terrible. But that concludes uh, today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, if you guys like to send us a message on Instagram, uh, we definitely like to see what you guys have to say. Uh, remember, mine is Terry Lynn Fit, and Malcolm you, changed his. Oh my you god! Just, you just put my name, Malcolm Nunnally. Malcolm. Oh yeah, yeah. 
It's just that how you yeah, Malcolm Nunnally. M A L C O L M and then Nunnally. N U N N A L Y. Yep, so if you have any questions fitness related, uh, even non fitness related, we'll, we'll answer them here on the podcast. So I hope to see you guys soon and see you guys in the next one.